Time again to visit Luke LeBlanc. He's got another new album out. It's called Fugue State. It's just been released. And so our first question is, what exactly is a fugue state? Now I don't need to bring it down. Well, fugue state as a as a term is kind of a psychology term um, right. for someone who maybe they're under a, a lot of stress or even trauma. And as a defense mechanism, the body might um, kind of disassociate and forget forget its identity um, or your mind, right? And right. just disassociate, forget who you are. And I think with everything you know we've been going through as a country in the U.S. and I, I think globally too, everywhere, yeah. <laughs> the pandemic, uh, social divides and issues cultural, political divides. Um, I think it's led us societally to kind of go through a little bit of a fugue state. I, I think, um, and I'll, I'll just speak, you know, for the, for my country, the U.S., I, I think a little bit we've lost our identity of, of who we are collectively. And I, I think specifically where that, where I run into it is I, I've noticed, you know, when I meet people or when other people meet each other, I think there's this moment of like kind of sizing the other person up like what reality does this person you know subscribe (laughs) to what what are their beliefs what news channel do they tune into and um i think it's led us into a bit a bit of a fugue state and so my album isn't it's not uh an album you know trying to find a solution really or prescribe some pill to fix it but i think it's it's more of it's my way of stepping back and just processing what it is that we're going through because i think we have to process for ourselves what this is all about what we're feeling before we can even you know figure out those kinds of solutions gotcha gotcha and uh yeah i mean it's been a strange year or two for pretty much everyone so i imagine most folks will be able to no matter where they're coming from be able to relate on some some way or form or whatever Yeah. (laughs) yeah Yeah. So you recorded it in Cleveland, Minnesota? I did. Yep. I didn't uh, didn't even know there was a Cleveland, Minnesota. I knew Cleveland rocks, but. (laughs) Yeah, there is. It's not quite as well known as Cleveland, Ohio, and it's probably got 1% of the population size. Um, Right. But out of the couple businesses that are in Cleveland, you know, the laundromat, the bank, the couple liquor stores, restaurant, there is a recording studio owned by Eric Koskinen who produced this album and um, he produced my last album too. Right. Um, right. And uh, it's, it's really nice to record down there because it, it's about an hour and a half drive from where I live. And so it gives me like a, it's a nice divide between real life and the, the magical world you get to go in when you separate from it and make music, you know? Right. Right. Uh, cool. So, so what was, so we, I see he, Eric plays quite a few instruments on the record, guitar, bass, banjo, keyboards, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so what was, how, how did the two of you work together to, to make this thing overall? Who was doing what? Sure. Well, um, I obviously wrote the songs and, you know, have the melodies and um, sometimes I make some demos beforehand just with my own little audio equipment and, and bring it down there. And it just kind of starts with him opening up the computer and getting the audio stuff set up and just saying, right. What's this next song called? You know, yep. and play it, 
and uh, lay that track down, and then we start we start adding things. Um, I think we both subscribe to the notion that every song just it you kind of listen to the song for what it calls for. That's kind of how we go about it. You know, there was no no like hey we've got to have this instrument on this song we got to have this this needs to be a rock song or this needs to be a folk song it's just we kind of listen to what the songs called for and um some songs i recorded beforehand just my own little demo version and i think the a couple of them sounded a lot exactly stylistically like the demo like the song when i walk with you on the album i made a demo that sounded pretty much like that um, right. There are other songs like uh, Walking Days that was really slow, finger picking kind of tune. Um, but uh, after we were done, it ended up being a shuffle with a full band right. kind of thing and something you can, dare I say, dance to just a little bit. Other walking days, other walking days, without living in the walk. A little fiddle solo on that one as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We got uh, Ryan Young from Trampled by Turtles on the on the fiddle, which was uh, a delight to have to have him play. He's got a. Um, I mean, everybody's got their own way of playing an instrument, but sure. um, what he does with Trampled by Turtles, they, it, it's bluegrass instruments, but playing rock to even progressive rock in a way. So he's got a really unique way of playing. So pleasure to have him on. And you got somebody doing some BVs on that one as well? BVs. Am I, what's that? Backing vocals. Oh, backing vocals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a technical term. You'll, you'll catch on. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I don't play music. I... <laughs> yeah, uh, John, John Cleve Richardson, um, he played on the last album too. Uh, he plays key, mainly some keys, uh, right. electric piano and a little clavinet and sings backup. Um Gotta, he's got the the cool thing about the way he sings backup is he he doesn't he doesn't doesn't always sing with the exact phrasing that I'm singing. He'll uh-huh. he'll he'll sing along with me, but then there'll be an opening and he sings in that opening and gotcha. um, he kind of sings backup like a like an electric guitar player might play a a solo, kind of fill in those empty spaces, which gotcha. I I like when people are able to just do their own thing and. Play, Play their own style. Um, yeah, yeah, on the album. Yeah. Now I've, I see you released one track. At least slide on over. Why? Why was that chosen to be the kind of lead-off thing? I just want to be like the light shining off the moon and slide on over you. Slide on over you. Slide on. stuck in my head the most yeah <laughs> so i figured that's if it's stuck in my head maybe it'll be stuck in other people's um heads and you know as i as i play as i get the album ready and you know play the songs i the people around me that i'm fortunate to be around sometimes i hear them you know oh i like that song that song's yeah. really stuck in my head a lot and so usually that one ends up being one of the singles at least and what, what can you tell me about the song itself yeah, um, it's a song that when I wrote it, it um, it kind of wrote itself really quickly. And for me, if I'm writing a song and it comes 
quickly, those those end up being the ones that I kind of like the most. And based on the whole Spotify algorithm, they like it the most, you know. So yep, um, yep, yep. <laughs> so there's there's that, and uh, it's just a fun one, just a fun one to play. I um, kind of it's got a little catchy hook kind of going on. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, we threw some clavinet on that one. Um, just kind of at the last minute we recorded, um, put keys on the recording one day. And at the very end, I, I said to John, who was playing keys and Eric, um, who was recording and engineering, I was like, what if we had one of those, bow, 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 you know, clavinet kind of <laughs> sounds, well, okay, let's do a take. Great. Um, it's digital. So you can, you can add whatever you want. So, um, that added a nice little twist to it too. Cool. Cool. Now you mentioned uh, when I walk with you, I hear a saxophone there. There's a guy named Casey yeah. playing, right? Yeah, I think Casey. Yeah, that one. I uh, I demoed that one at home just using a little um, kind of piano MIDI controller thing where you can plug in instruments. And I played a very, uh, a very uh, poorly played saxophone, you know, just to get the style that I was looking yep. for. And um, I was at a, uh, I was at an open mic or no, a, a blues jam, a blues jam in town, just watching the blues jam. Um, a buddy of mine goes and dances at these blues jams. He does like uh, Lindy Hop dancing and stuff. Anyways, right? The Nothing blues like jam, a good Lindy Hop, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do it. I I don't know how people do it. It's really that amazes me how people can dance. I, it's tough. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Up, up, up playing with the the blues jam was uh, this guy Casey Friends, and he. He was playing saxophone with all these blues guys, and um, I asked my friend, "Hey, who's that?" And so he introduced me to him. And I, this was like two and a half years ago, and I put his number in my phone, and kind of forgot about it. And then um, we were looking for a saxophone guy for this song, and Eric uh, had somebody in mind, but they were unavailable. And I was like, you know, I remembered this guy, and so he plays a lot uh, around town. He's always playing, and he just. Uh, I, he, he only sent one, he did it remotely at his studio and he, he just sent one track and it was just perfect. There was no need to email back and ask him to try <laughs> something different. It was just one take and um, it's perfectly understated and uh, stand, really stands out. And um, the only thing I'm kicking myself about is I wish we had more saxophone throughout. Right. Um, yeah. But next time. It's good to have Next room for improvement. So when, when you do the live gigs, uh, what kind of uh, get up are you going to have happening when you're out there touring the record? Are you going to have saxophone? Are you going to have guitars and pedal steels and all that stuff? What do you do? Well, I try to get as much as I can. Um, we just did. A, we just played the full album live for the first time last week up in right. a little town called Duluth, Minnesota, oh, north, yeah. of, okay. north of Minneapolis. Um and yeah, we played it all live. It was just four piece, me, an electric guitar player, bass, who also sang backup vocals and uh, a drummer. And it worked really well as a four, 
four piece, the electric guitar player was able to mimic some of those pedal steel sounds with a, you know, yep. the opening, um, or with a slide. Um, yep. Uh, ideally I'd love to have every single instrument for every song at every show, but you know, uh, every, you know, there's a budget for every show and, and, uh, people have different availability and are booked for yep, different yep, shows. Yep. So the, that was a long way of answering, but as much as I can get is what is sure. <laughs> the answer to that one. So this is your fourth album. Is that correct? It is my fourth full length album as well. And yeah. then I did a, a five song EP back in 2018. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So with, with that in mind, do you kind of look at a, a kind of career arc? Are you, is there a, is there a path being laid? Do, do, are, are you looking at it in those terms? Or are you just looking at a next batch of songs coming? Sure. I mean, it's, it's a little, it's a little bit of both, you know, uh -huh. I, ideally, uh, I want to make a career of this, you know, I want to be able to, say, Hey, my job is I make music and tour full time. That's right. That's the ideal. And you know, for that, you got to have a good audience. And so I'm working on building the audience. And I, I think with last album and, and this album, I, I think I'm starting to see that more, um, with shows getting more people coming out and it seems like more people are telling their friends about it or more people are hearing about it through this or that. Um, so that part of it's going well, just growing, growing an audience and building a community, you know, with these yep. songs that like the music and like to come to shows. And um, on the other side of that coin, um, I'm very fulfilled with this album because I, I think musically I grew a lot from last album, tried new things, different, uh, different vocal ranges, different time signatures, different instrumentation. And, um, I think that's one of the most fulfilling things that anybody can have in any kind of art or medium or whatever they're doing is if they're growing. And, uh, I really felt like I grew, um, learning, relearning how to play, how to play these songs live for that show last week was, uh, it was a pain at first because there was some stuff in there. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> you know? Um, uh, but that's good. Right. You know, I figured yep. it out. Um, the guys in the band figured it out and, uh, I think we all became just slightly better musicians. And so cool. hope to cool. do that next time around too. Okay. Now I want to touch on one more song because it's kind of a title track because Fugue State is mentioned in it. It's uh, Take Your Mind Off. So yeah. tell me a little bit. Of, what is there a story behind that one? I don't know my own heart, babe. I don't know where to start, babe. I don't know if I could fly. But I could try sometime soon. I think it captures a lot of the theme of Fugue State. It obviously has the has the um, title of the of the album in there. Uh, I think we're living in a fugue state. Only way to love is through hate. And if you need a ride, you got to pick a side to follow around. And it it seems like that's the case more than ever these days, or because of social media, it's pronounced even more. But Yep. It seems like everybody there, there's this pressure to pick a side. What's your, what's your algorithm? What's your feed going to be on Facebook or Instagram? Is it going to be this new source or that new source? What community are you part of it? Just, um, musically, uh, it's for the great majority of the song, it's in a seven, four time signature. Um, 
I spent a lot of the pandemic just listening to a lot of um, just a lot of artist catalogs that I hadn't really listened to before. Um, I hadn't listened to the Beatles much in my life. I will admit. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I know. I know. Um, and uh, I listened to a lot of that stuff over the pandemic and I, they have a couple songs. Uh, one of them is in, in a seven, four time signature. The one, um, all you need is love, love, okay. love. Yeah, love. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I was reading the Wikipedia page about that song. I like to late at night, stay up and read Wikipedia pages about oh, it. Yeah. That was one of the things is the, the song was in the seven, four. And um, I didn't write the song based on that song or anything, but I think just having a different time signature stuck in my head and I wanted to try it out. So I did. And it took a minute to get used to not having that extra little, quarter measure um, right but it made for a cool a good song and what's nice is I, at the show um in Duluth I just had and then I was on a radio station up there talking about the show multiple, several different people whether they watched the concert or maybe heard the radio program said you know I don't know what it is but I, we really like that song you played take your mind off it we played a couple of them but they really like yeah. that one and Huh. I think that's part of it. Is the time yeah. signature? It's something different that you don't know exactly what it is, but right, right, yeah. As a listener, you just know that it's different than, <laughs> than yeah, what you know, it's, yeah, sticks <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. All righty, well, great. I'll let you go. Thank you very much. Have a great day, Thank you, Marty. You too. All right. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye.